understanding where we want to funnel the football uh, on the different run frames that they have. They've, they're really good at, at, at what at what they do. Uh, their kids play at a high level. I mean, we've, it seems like we've been talking about the same kids on their football team for the last four years. Wednesday edition. You know what works, Derek, uh, when you're doing radio is to put headphones and plug them in. Oh, yeah, that helps, Sam. Oh, there you are. Hey, you sound great today. You did over here because Lord knows when I put what the- volume's uh, it Yeah, at? when I put uh, the- <laughs> When Jack has been at this studio working on production or whatever, and I forget to turn down the volume, and yeah, it- uh, I was- uh... I was a little late into the the, the, the plugging my headphones in because I literally just finished. Boy, this is a lot like uh, like high school and college. I just finished my paper. I just finished kind of how we're giving away Shania Twain tickets today oh, on the nice. Jazz. Nice. I'm, I'm I'm a fan. You know what? Uh, solid performer. Beautiful woman. Uh, good range oh, yeah. has inspired many that have come after. So, uh, and she's at the fabulous Fargo Dome, and I I saw that we had tickets to give away today, and I thank you. And the Fargo Dome uh, is is going to be hopping on Sunday. But here, I saw last week we had those tickets away, so I made a mental note going, oh, we got to we got to give some Shania t- tickets away, and we've kind of forgot to do that, and not forgot, but just you know, there's been so much. So I thought, well, today Derek and I said let's let's give away at least a pair. Now, now I'll explain how we're going to do this today. It's still bacon in the see, it's bacon over here on oh, my yeah. copier, and be, one of our guests, it, it's up to one of our guests today to see if we indeed do. Giveaway Shania Twain, and one of our guests doesn't know that. that oh yeah, you're throw, throwing him in the deep end here, huh? But because I know that particular guest, my thought is he's going to be fantastic. Oh, for at, sure. Right. So he's got to get. We're going to ask. Normally, you and I we do this all differently. We can either ask. We either ask direct people trivia, or we yeah. have the. We're going to twist it up today. It's November first. Why not? We're going to ask one of our guests. He's got to get five Shania Twain questions correctly, correct. And if he does, then through the text club today, we will grab a random number. So he's not going to be able to win it. It's through our text club at 35270. So already, Derek, do you want to hear what we're going to have people here? All right. So those are my questions. So, and here's the name. <laughs> here's the name of the game. You ready? Uh, it's called the Thanks to Paul Shania Twain Ticket Giveaway. <laughs> okay. so, so anybody who – and you can text in now because we're assuming he's going to do fine in this. I mean, if he doesn't, then we'll maybe figure something out tomorrow. But if you just type uh, text the word thanks to 35270, we'll see it. And then after the the show, we'll uh, we'll grab one in our random know. little text. So this is that. So and I hope you enjoy it. I'm I'm a, a you're a fan, right? I mean, Shania Twain is I, every interview I see with her, you know, she has she has songs that even if you're the most masculine guy and I you're swaggered full of testosterone, Shania Twain. Yeah, and then a couple of her songs come on, and guess what? You're at the bar, you're at whatever, you're singing along with everybody. You're feeling pretty cool. So, yeah, she's empowering to women, but I'll tell you something. You've probably sang a oh, and then, of Oh, I think in the mid-90s, but, she crossed over. She was on the country charts and pop charts. Yeah, yeah. she was a huge megastar I'm a back fan. then. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I haven't 100%. seen a show. Yep. 
Have you seen a Twain show? I can't say I have, no. I have not seen a show. I'll, I'll give you one of these. Uh, I haven't even seen a Mark Twain show. I, no. I've been to a couple Samuel Clemens, yeah. <laughs> um, but I haven't seen Mark Twain. The, uh, the, uh, it's not his granddaughter, is it? No. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, there's, don't, don't go too far with it because uh, one of those might oh. be a question. Oh, for, sorry. Yeah, I better keep Be it, careful yeah. where you're tapping. You mm. That's how smart you are. Mm. You've almost tiptoed oh, into no. the question. Sorry. So right now, even prematurely, before we've even addri- given these to Paul, uh, it, uh, you can text thanks to 35270, and then hopefully we, you get a call back from one or a text back from one of us to come and get tickets to Shania. So that's coming up on Sunday. Derek, and by the way, that Paul is Paul Ralston. He's the assistant athletics director in charge of broadcasting who I travel with and a, and a colleague of ours in, in uh, with North Dakota. And uh, the men tip off tonight in exhibition Crazy. Play. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Uh, Dave Richmond's club uh, kind of put up some large numbers against St. Olaf. Uh, last week, so the Bison are kind of getting going. UND kind of getting going tonight. And Paul Sather has a, you know, a good coach. We're blessed with so many good coaches. I mentioned Dave and, and Paul. He got a large group of, of uh, uh, players, you know, and some that have, you know, he had a he had like a freshman of the year and then ended the portal and transfer. So he's trying to continue to build, and and I'm curious about it. And, and some really good players and ones that have come in. Uh, so Paul will join us on that. And then Derek today, Derek and I talked to him, you know, about the, um, um, up, you know, upsets. There there are in postseason prep football, because I'd brought up, you know, kind of not tongue in cheek, but kind of with good luck scoring on Barnesville. And how quickly did you come back and give me like Pelican Ravens, <laughs> Pelican's offense and you oh, yeah. hey, they're no joke. Careful. Right. Yeah. So. Grand Forks Central on the North Dakota side, some would think, hey, didn't see that coming. And so they're big. And then you got a school that's like two years in diversity. Right. I don't know about you, D, but it takes it. Why? It's not like you're out there, you know, catching the high school portal and, and signing a kid from Watford, you know, and well, <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, you say, I mean, it depends I, on I, what school it's for we're talking about on what side of the river. To yeah. be honest, I did coach in the area. And I, <laughs> I may have made a trip with a friend of mine that's now no longer with us, but yeah, well, so but that was more about uh, education, you know, furthering equality, more close knit. I wish I could say every situation I've seen is about education. Education, but... <laughs> so, so scratch everything I just said. But anyway, um, <laughs> two years deep. These are the, you know West Fargo's so big, you know, they're probably gonna have like nine schools by the time oh, it's all said and done, Derek. Yeah. And it's such an explosion of, of students. They got great student athletes and, and you know teachers i've got a nephew that teaches in the in a system so anyway the uh, kinders and west fargo school districts are yeah. really getting closer and closer maybe and, you know they're they're already how long each before other, yeah. that's connected oh that's, that's that, you just made a bunch of people you know, what was it what what from the packers are going, what, what movie was it with arnold schwarzenegger when he was facing a guy that was built like with mercury and like he'd sort him and it would it, the the mercury yeah. would and then yeah. it would bolt together terminator 2 terminator 2 yeah so that's the Mercury. One of the greatest is, sequels ever, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's what you're saying. Like the kindred will absorb into the. Well, uh, no, uh, well, yeah, maybe I, not. I, I doubt that, but. Harvey McMahon, yeah. the uh, head coach of West Fargo Horace football. What do they do? Not not only are they still alive, they're in a semifinal round, and really, literally, the, the wrapping is not even off this school. I mean, the school still smells like a new car. Yeah. You know, it's. it's got the that, new car smell right it's in got it. Got yeah. the new car smell <laughs> right in it. Fresh leather. Uh, they they travel in what I 
can only assume wasn't the best weather last week. Oh, I'm sure. Across the state of North Dakota, all the way to the Bijou Activity Center in the Queen City of Dickinson, without guarantee and nobody outside of the parents of those West Fargo Horace kids thinking that their kids have a shot. And I guarantee you, maybe even a couple of theirs are going, yeah, let's just visit Dickinson while we're out here. And uh, this will be a fun experience. Who knows? Well, what do they do? They beat them. <laughs> and now they're in the semifinal round. So I thought, what a great time to talk with Harvey about, you know, what do you, I've seen Horace play. I watched him play Red River in, in fall a couple weeks ago. Is it, uh, how do you instill belief in a team where maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's a question or two, you know, how do you, how do you do that? How do you do that to high school minds? Um, Harvey obviously has and his staff, and now now they're up against now again, Derek, this week they're gonna say, All right, Jack, well, the buck will probably stop because they're in a set Well, maybe, but I don't think you're gonna be able to tell the Horace kids that now. Well, I think you know, you got a situation of Horace where it's growing so fast there, right? And so your sophomores and juniors, they're just one step closer to being, you know, they're you can get, go a long way with them and, and I think that they're feeling good. I mean, let's face it. In five years, we're going to be talking about Horace and Cheyenne, what rivalry they have to maybe go, if not right. play in a section championship in 3A, right? I mean, it didn't the, take Cheyenne long no, to start being. exactly. Well, and you saw that coming. Same thing with Davies. I mean, this right. you could see what was going South on South kind there. of split and that zoning 100%. and all of a sudden. Yes, that, that's it. Um, Horace has North. Yep. And North is the kind of the cream of the 2A crop. There's sure. no other way to put it. Yep. Yeah, I caught a North-South volleyball game last night. North is one. Really good team. South had them on their heels. Yeah, and Saw uh, that. pushed them. Right? Yeah, pushed them yeah. to five sets and uh, got that. Boy, North is in play, huh? Yeah, Fargo, that. Fargo North. Let's... Well, and hats off to them too for all the athletic department up there because I mean they were kind of dead and buried. Everyone's like, oh mm-hmm. my goodness, North Fargo's drying up. Well, there's a lot of beautiful houses. That's a beautiful it's, area to live in. So older, if I was a don't know. It's a little bit more of the older uh, historic. You know, yeah. right? I think it's going to have a resurgence here. I think people are going to. Kind of you know gravitate yeah. to that again. You yeah, know? we're gonna get some good texts in from the North Siders today because oh, yeah. here in the Metro, uh, and I know we reach all over the region here in the Metro, and they're gonna say, Derek, Jack, giving North some love today, and that's even coming from a guy that moonlights as the PA voice of the Fargo South Bruins, yeah. by the way, during the winter season. But good, yeah, North's in play, and I agree with that. North has produced a lot of great athletes, and and it is their volleyball team. I think is what one in the state. The football team is one of the state. Always had a pretty good swim team. They've got all of that stuff going in. Uh, Derek, the starting quarterbacks before he breaks, so Paul Rawl at, at, at 20, Harvey McMahon of Horace at 40. The starting quarterbacks in the Vikings-Atlanta game Sunday are Jaron Hall for the Vikings, Taylor Heineke, for Atlanta. Is it it's Heineke? I believe he has been named the starter. Oh, really? Combined, Hall has zero NFL starts, and Heineke, I think maybe a couple dozen. Maybe. Ooh. He backed up Wentz when Carson went down. Yeah. But uh, I don't God. like that. I like Heineke. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so there's that, 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 I think he's gritty. That's, yeah, that's he a, is. That's an interesting. Former I, Old Dominion guy, right? Yeah, I did not realize that was the case. Yeah, I, double I, checked that, but I think I saw that come oh down. Oh, my heavens. Well, so yeah, so they're giving little Ritter some time to think about it. So is well, he hurt or? I uh, I'm gonna have oh to. Oh, my uh, heavens. I'm gonna. I mean, maybe I I didn't want to misspeak, but but I think 
I think uh, that is correct. That is an interesting uh, development here. So, yep, it is Falcons is benching right? Ritter for Heineke. There you go. Thank you. I'm that is not good news for the Minnesota Vikings. Well, because no. <laughs> you you want to take your chances with um, the young and and uh, not a guy that's been at least around right. backing up at times and have some starts. Yeah, having Brian Flores throw the kitchen sink at him, that type of thing for a young guy. That's kind of what you're looking for. Heineke's a baller. I liked what he gave to Washington last year when Carson got hurt. And even before that, when he was the guy before they got Carson, I just think he... I mean, he had a couple of wins there that yeah. were impressive that, that he was able to get. He um, should have beat the Packers a couple of years ago. There was a goofy... Uh, something where I think he slid too early going in the end zone or something. No, he dove forward. So they marked him down from already dove into the end zone. You remember that? Yes. That goofy rule? Yes. Oh, my heavens. But that that was a... I'll never forget that game. And you talk about rule changes that need to come about. We never talked about this uh, on Monday. Your thoughts on the NFL rule change that if you challenge a call, but yet they see anything that they might be, you know, might might change, you know, the outcome of whatever like the play was. something other than what you've challenged? Yeah. That they ruled. That's what happened to the Vikings. Right. Because it wasn't a catch. That was a good call. But then they ruled that. All the defensive players didn't get off the field, which I would argue I didn't think was very conclusive. I thought that they right. got off they the got field. They got them on a legal substitution. Yeah, because they're running off the field. And at some point, shouldn't it be like hockey? Where, yeah, you get your too many men on the ice sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. But if they're having the effort to get off the ice, usually the official look the other way. Otherwise, they could call it every time. I, I just thought that was a little. Was it upheld? You got to help me because I think I was driving. I was. I was. No, the the catch was out of bounds. So they ruled that it was an incomplete pass. Right. But they gave the Vikings a five yard penalty for because having too many two men, men, men in the field. field. So they went after. They found something that wasn't the direct challenge. But if you are risking your timeout and challenge, right? Should you be in turn penalized because you're? Tra- he can't say, "Hey, look at this." And then they'll find something else, even though they right. will do it. I just I don't like that. I think if you're challenging, the only thing you should look at is what's being challenged. Right. Otherwise, we, we should just throw out the challenges and just look at everything. Say I just yeah. don't like that play. Look at it all. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if it you just dropped seems a, weird, if you had a band group of five and dropped uh, between two convenience stores, and footage shows that one of your band, one of your yeah. groups was was robbing the the Quickie Mart. On this side, you went, no, 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 he wasn't. Look at the film. And they went, oh, you're right. But two of them were robbing the express mark. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I didn't ask you that. Right. <laughs> I'm challenging. But it just I'm seems challenging, like, yeah, yeah, I'm challenging this. I'm challenging that. Yeah. Yeah, all right. That, I just, that's a weird change in the rule this year that I just am not a big fan Okay, yeah, fan no, of. I'm with you on it. I remember that, that now. Uh, the Raiders, uh, real quick before we break and, and bring Paul on, and your chance. At Chennai, but you can already text in the word thanks. This is how good. This is how Derek and I walk around life. You're flying in, we, by the way. We know that you're gonna. Someone's gonna get a chance to win because we have faith in Paul. So you're already throwing thanks. Text thanks to thirty five two seventy, and then uh, and then uh, boy, poor Paul's gonna have some pressure. Do we have some people? I think we got people who want to see Chennai. And I'll be honest with you, Derek. And I got to fly to Wyoming Sunday, but. I would like to see yeah. Shania Twain on Sunday. That would be bad. I'd pay I'd made money for that, and hopefully you do. Uh, Derek, uh, boy, the axe has, has fallen in Las Vegas. About time. Not just not just uh, uh, Josh McDaniel. Who else? I think the, the GM, the whole, who knows, like the, the ball boy, the, the peanut vendors. And, I mean, it, it is uh, Dave Ziegler, the GM, has been uh, canned. Uh, Josh McDaniels has been canned. So Mark Davis is um, – 
yeah, it's time for change. Well, here go. Here is why the special teams coach that took over for John Gruden that got them, I think, into the playoffs. Why they didn't keep him is beyond me. When you got a good thing going as the interim coach, you let him go, don't you? I mean, I, I let him keep on coaching. It's let's use this analogy for this weekend. Okay. Okay. The Raiders special teams coach that replaced John Gruden gets them to, if not the playoffs, very close. I just remember they had success at the end of the season. They were a tough out, right? Right. With Marcus Mariota, I think, as quarterback, whatever it was. Right, that sounds right. So then they let him go, and they put in Josh McDaniel. They should not have done that. I said that from day one. They should have let this guy. Obviously, they're responding to him. They should let him go. If Jaron Hall has a good game against Atlanta – and even though they made the trade for Josh Dobbs. And you see Dobbs in there the following week. I'm I'm sticking with Hill Hall no matter what. Yeah. But, but that's why we overthink things too yeah. much as owners, as general managers, yep. as coaches. Just if it if it ain't broke, I, don't fix it. I, I like your uh, your line of thinking. That that goes from uh, you know, early pitching changes. Uh take your pick, Toronto. Early pitching changes, uh, made in postseason games. So Derek, um Well after and- last night, can we stop the scripted the opener. opener thing. I mean, that it's a joke. I mean, it hasn't worked. Rocco, Rangers, did you see this last night? Rangers are a game away. Now, Now, not every day you're facing Simeon and Seager because these two dudes, this Adolis Garcia didn't even play last right. <laughs> My goodness gracious. Everything was 10 rip before a blink of the eye. And then, you know, Arizona, they're going to they're gonna battle back. They, they can swing too a little bit. But, yeah, I'm with you, Derek, on that. That opener. Uh, the Raiders have advanced linebackers coach Antonio Pierce. Now is their uh, interim head coach. Let me throw this stat at you before we break and bring Paul on and a chance at, at, at Shania Twain. So Antonio Pierce is going to be the 12th different person to coach a game for the Raiders over the last 20 seasons. <laughs> well, you talk about the Vikings not having maybe a, a, a stability at the quarterback spot. Well, they kind of look like they started to with Kirk. Look at from the coaching standpoint. 12th different person to coach a game for the Raiders over the last 20 seasons. It is the most, it is the most uh, uh, of any franchise over that span. Here's who's close. The Browns 11, the Dolphins 11 have gone through a span of 20 games with that many coaches. But not 12, and the Raiders have just done that. That's a lot. So the teams that have won the Super Bowl, like the Chiefs sticking with Andrew Reid, right? Yeah. Um, the Steelers have won two. Certainly the Patriots have you know, had a, the Patriots have been with some stability. Yeah, yeah. shows you Cowboys that. have had some switches there, but they haven't won the well, they Super Bowl. They haven't won anything either. They haven't won the to Super your, Bowl to the point, right? They yeah. haven't won anything. They haven't won a playoff game since the nineties, have they? Oh man, the pressure on, on our good friend Paul, and he'll eat this up. By the way, coming up next, Paul Rawl coming up uh, live and direct from uh, Studio North. Uh, we'll do that next. Uh, uh, Harvey McMahon, head coach of the Horace Hawks. They're on a semi-final round. Busy show today. It's a winning kind of show. It's a winning Wednesday with Jack and Derek on 740 The Pan. There's a new Bison football show to cover the herd. Green and Gold Game Day with Jay Bartley. Tune in to 740 The Fan every Saturday, 8 to 9 a.m. to get you ready for the game. Green and Gold Game Day brought to you by Peterman Seeds of Holly and Dakota Bear. Oh. 
A man that I've shared many a, a headphone portal with on flights all over the country and uh, get a chance to spend every weekend with, who I looked at oh, wow. last headphone week. portals even. <laughs> well, we're Whoa. close. We're tight. You know, we're tight. <laughs> uh, Paul Ralston, an assistant athletic director in charge of broadcasting in North Dakota. And I'll tell you what's more impressive, Paul. We were flying back from, I think, Cedar Falls a couple of weeks ago, and I looked over and Paul was watching that movie, The Dream Team, with uh, Michael Keaton and, and uh, Peter Boyle, and I thought, you bet you're watching that movie. I was just thinking about that. Hi, Paul. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great. I mean, you know, you got to watch The Dream Team from time to time. I mean, what a great cast that was. Oh. Uh, underrated for humor, and it didn't get great ratings, or the critics were kind of harsh to it back in the day, but I found enough in there to have some fun with, so it was good to go back in the way back. Maybe. I love that movie. I was just, I love that movie. I was just chatting. I stayed at my sister's Friday night in Thompson, uh, Vicky, and Vicky was a was a counselor, and she, uh, we were. She goes, "Oh, I love that movie because that's kind of what it's about." I was talking about Peter Boyle's character, Arise and Walk, my son. <laughs> you know, he has a fixation that he's, he's. But anyway, neither here nor there. Paul, I, twofold today. Obviously, the men uh, tip it off tonight. Got an exhibition game in, in basketball, and yeah, we're here, <laughs> I, I guess. And then, and then, Paul, you are going to make. We've had. What do we say already, Derek? Like four or five pages of text already coming in. Oh yeah. Because of you, Paul, and maybe you don't know this, but Derek and I have tickets to Shania Twain, so oh. I just put together a trivia, uh, five questions about Shania, and the title oh, wow. of it is, Thanks to Paul, Shania Twain Ticket Giveaway. So if you answer them all correctly, which I'm sure you will, uh, oh. we will then release and give a pair of tickets to one of those, and you still have time to text at 35270, the word thanks. And it's basically thanks to you, Paul. So thank you. So so you're going to be – people are going to love you, Paul, today by the end of uh, this one. I'm, I'm happy to do that. Obviously, Shania and I go way back. So. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, uh, speaking of another Paul, how's Paul Sather's club? Number one, he's got bodies certainly on on the club, and, and, I, and, and I'd imagine that, that hope springs eternal here for a new season. But where are you sitting, and what are you expecting as, 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 the, as the play-by-play boys? Well, I'm here at the Betty as we speak. It's the first edition of a pregame shoot-around here for the new season ahead. You know how that is, right, right. Jack? So um, they're on the floor as we're uh, as as we're talking right now, and you know they're really excited to play somebody other than themselves and have the lights on. And I think you know for for the coaching staff and for the players, they're trying to you know really trying to utilize this as a discovery of. How, what does the rotation look like? Uh, what, what can we find out about ourselves? Um, I think for the fans in a game one like this, you know, they're like, they can go into the, the mode of kid on Christmas, basically, because, <laughs> ooh, let's find out about the new toys, about the new players that we haven't seen before. But I still think that the core group of this team, uh, the returners, are going to mean so much. You know, even the freshmen like Trey and BJ and Elijah from a season ago, kind of the next step that they take is going to be so critical for the team's success as, as it moves through a season. So even though we're excited about the new faces and getting to see what they're going to bring, uh, because that's kind of like opening up the presents on Christmas or Christmas Eve, uh, it, it, it's really about the foundation still in place for Coach Sather's team as they move into this new season. I think for anybody out there, as you follow the Summit League or, or take your pick of teams, the same thing I'm sure for Dave's club and, and, and fans of that, 
And uh, one thing we know is no Max Aismas in the Summit League, uh, so people do get a reprieve <laughs> on the men's side. But, Paul, that portal, you know, you're going to have guys that leave. You're going to fill it back up with others. You're going to bring in local, maybe preferred walk-ons. You're going to mix that with other. And I, when I look at, at, at what Paul Sather has uh, collected here, yeah, Trey Eaglestaff is in another year, so a little bit more maturity, maybe more kind of put on his shoulders to help. B.J. Ahmet, uh, Sarcizi has been around, Brady Danielson. Uh, but there has been a new, a little new blood, too, that, that's come in. And, and some of that, Paul, from the backyard of uh, North Dakota and Minnesota. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you look at Eli King, who's a transfer from Iowa State. He's a Caledonia, Minnesota kid. Got to know Trace and Eaglestaff uh, through the AAU days. They were on the same team. And he just was looking at his situation at Iowa State. It wasn't quite the right fit um, and what he was going to be looking at and how his career was progressing. And so the opportunity provided that he knew a lot of the guys already on this North Dakota roster. So he's like, hey, this is probably going to be a good fit for me. And what this, what these new guys bring in, in total, you know, and I just mentioned Eli there, but a dang mayor and uh, some of the others here that, that are going to start to arrive here tonight is length and this is probably going to be the longest team that coach Sather and his staff have had an opportunity to kind of work with and, and put on the floor at times and that gives them a different defensive look when they go with that length and I think they're really excited to see how that progresses this season um, it, it's by far the longest team I've seen in a while here at North Dakota so I'm, uh, it, it brings a different perspective with what they've brought here in, in, into this roster this season. Paul, real quick uh, before, and I know it's a busy day today, shoot around, plus we got your chance to win Shania tickets. Thanks to That's our talk. Thanks to Paul, your chance to win Shania today. <laughs> uh, but, Paul, you've seen this, and I have no doubt, and I'm sure Hunter's tuning in today, Hunter Berg, our dear friend, I have no doubt you could you could have plucked him and put him into a Division One play for UND today and make an impact. Um, but the question is this. Is is when you get a local products, you know, Anthony Doppler, so to speak, Century High. Maybe Paul Sather's just grabbing Bismarck and Century kids to have that rivalry join as one for UND. But you get the the you get these kids. The the the, the Grand Forks name escaping Zach Kraft. Um, yeah, uh, kid. Can you see Paul when you do the, like, oh, this kid's having trouble, or well, this kid might grasp it. Ooh, this kid's actually uh, can play at this level. Uh, how long does it take uh, for you personally when, you, when you're calling these games to go, you know, they're getting it, or for maybe your conversation with Paul Sather on, uh, all right, this one might be a little past him, we might have to redshirt. Take us through that. Yeah, it's a great question. I think the, that the overall idea right now with the coaching staff is that a lot of the North Dakotans that you just mentioned, Zach and, and Anthony and, 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 you know, Ryan and those guys, ideally is that they're going to utilize this year to work on their bodies. I think they have really high basketball IQs. You've seen, I've seen that in practice already. Um, they're excited to be here, and I think they're going to really evolve uh, into good contributors. Does that mean they're going to be superstars? But have North Dakota kids being factors as this program progresses only makes that program that much better to the fan base and to periphery fans out there to take notice of and see young players just like on Bubba's teams. It's the North Dakota, Northwest Minnesota kids that tend to drive the fans from around to come to game day and stuff like that. And that will happen. But I think they're taking a long-term approach of kind of just building these guys a little bit here over this season. They may factor in tonight because it's an exhibition that will be allowed. But the question is now, will they utilize this season really to build themselves and integrate themselves into the program, giving them some, some leeway. So we'll see how that goes here through the season. But I'm encouraged. They're just they're just growing those bodies a little bit right now. Yeah, and, and redshirt is not a – 
not a bad word. And I don't know where the connotation of that ever, Derek, went bad. You know, coaches will tell you, and Paul will back this up, Derek, you want to trade in your worst year for your best year. I mean, that, that, that's if, if, if it fits, right? Some people aren't ready. I mean, that's just, yeah, I mean, there was that, a time that's, where that's it. red shirts couldn't play. It just seems like yesterday, but here, yeah, we, here yeah. we are. It's, uh, it's good. Well, I get six yeah, years sometimes. Consider this. <laughs> consider this really as well, because a lot of these players now uh, that are playing the college game are fifth or sixth year players and their bodies are just so much different and more mature yeah. because they had that extra COVID year. So there, a lot of guys are taking advantage of that to stick guys in that are, you know, are still really just fresh out of high school, give them that opportunity to build up as well and uh, really hit the college game here in the next year or so and, and really grow within the game. And they're, the, you know what, you have to have the right attitude to do that. And that's the great thing about these North Dakota kids. They do. So super excited about their growth within the program. Got you on the fan tonight, Paul. Uh, I'm smelling 630 pre, 7 o'clock tip. Does that sound right? That does sound right, and then and then it's off to Murray, Kentucky for us, and then off to Laramie, Wyoming for you, and it's on like you wouldn't believe after that. Let's go. <laughs> then I think you're going to Iowa. Yeah, then it's on. I had to get that right in front of the brand manager of the fan, Derek Hanson. Uh, Derek, are you ready to eventually give some uh, some Shania Twain? Eventually? I'm, I'm just waiting for you to give me your frequent flyer miners to go to Ma- Maui here. <laughs> so you can go yeah. to – I can get you a free place to stay maybe and yeah. if you can talk to my Perfect. daughter in Kauai. All right, so, Paul, this is it, and, and if you need a lifeline – uh, Derek can be your lifeline, but if you get all five Uh-oh. of these correct, all five of these Shania Twain questions correct, uh, then we will nope. find one of our texts. No pressure. <laughs> we will grab one of our one of our people that have texted the word thanks to 35270, and someone will get a win. Thanks to Paul. That's the name of the, oh. the game. All right. Deep breath, Paul. Here we go. All right. And Derek's your <laughs> lifeline, so you're not in this alone. Uh, in what country? He might be in it alone. <laughs> that's that's not the confidence we need today, okay. Derek. In what country was Shania born? I believe she was born in Canada. Oh, ding 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 ding! Yeah, very one. nice. Oh, those very of you nice. that are texted in right now, and you can still do. You're one for one, Paul. Ooh, I think I finally <laughs> found Saunder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, People did you? are already saying that yeah. answer. Don't, that don't impress me much, which I think is one of her songs. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny. I wonder if that's going to come up somewhere along the line here. Uh, question two, Paul, of five. No, uh, Thanks to Paul, game. Yes or no, is Shania her real God-given name? Mm. Mm. Uh, I would say no because I think it's Eileen. It is Eileen Regina. And look at Paul Rawls. I tell you he's good. Did I that's tell you? very impressive. Two for two. I think I... It's almost like a bonus that, you know, that if he that got Eileen, uh, yeah, I would have never yeah. known that for sure. Oh, here you go, Paul. In Shania's yeah. hit song, Uh-oh. That Don't Impress Me Much, she makes statements heading into the chorus throughout the song. Example, okay, so you're a rocket scientist is early. Also, later in the song, she exclaims, okay, so you've got a car. And then finishes later with, okay, so what do you think, you're Elvis or something? The question, Paul, what heartthrob male actor does she also reference in the song that don't impress me much? Ooh. Uh, that would be Brad Pitt. Oh, my hell. Three. He is so close. We are gonna, I feel we're going to get a winner today. I told you. <sighs> okay, Paul. I'm just I'm, – I'm a little bit – you know, yeah, pretty impressive. Sad and impressed all at the same time. 
<laughs> Sounds like he flies with us, doesn't he, Paul? He, he, this is, Daryl could fit right in with our role. very uh, interesting. Question four out of five. Again, thanks to Paul Trivia. This current pop slash crossover artist credits Shania as a major influence. Hint, she's not from Kansas City, but she's been there. Uh, listen to the hint. Quit. Listen to the hint yeah, a little Kurt bit more. Pop okay. crossover okay. artist. I'm going to say Taylor. I, Swift. I would say that. that is... <laughs> uh, now Carrie Underwood also does, but I, I, she's not dating Travis Kelsey. No. Uh, uh, okay. Last one. Why wasn't she at the World Series with him? I'm sorry. The, <laughs> this is a tough one. Now this is okay. this is your go getter. It is. Um, but I think maybe. Do you know? This was the one I would know. <laughs> okay. Derek can see the question. So, yeah. if you, again, if you need a lifeline, that's a good sign for our texters that if, if Paul needs you I, as I a lifeline. I see the question already. So, How does the song, man, I feel like a woman, begin? There's a directive that Shania says before I think the song even goes. And now that's a, that's a, tough, that's a real tough one, Paul. Derek feels confident in this, knowing this, but... Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna call in my lifeline and just run this past um, Derek here. Let's go, girls! Is that- <laughs> Derek, did he just go five for five? Did he just go five for five? Very nice. Wow! And that's how you play. Thanks to Paul Shania Twain ticket giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Paul. Unfortunately, you don't want anything except for the snacks they bring on the plane, apparently. <laughs> but you're going to make one of our listeners happy, I'll tell you that. Did you feel good about that? You aced it, Paul. Well, if you can bring me some chicken and a biscuit from about a decade ago <laughs> for the plane ride, let's call it even. Man, now, I feel like a stomachache. That's what I would be singing <laughs> if I had. Whoever gets those, enjoy them. I'm so uh, pleased to be on today with you guys, but uh, super excited about a season ahead and a weekend ahead that and just kind of ru- running into what we ca- like to call crossover season. And it's it's a fun time. It's a crazy time. And here we go. Have a great call tonight, buddy. And we'll uh, catch you on the fan, obviously, here in, the, in, in this station uh, coming up tonight. And and now now the listeners are going to be saying, when are you going to play that thanks to Paul again game soon so we can give away more <laughs> stuff? Paul, have a good one, brother. We'll, uh, we'll hear you tonight. And we'll see you on the plane uh, coming up this weekend. Thanks so much, Jack. Good to visit with you guys. Thanks. You got it. Uh, Paul Ralston right there. Nailed it. Wow. Yeah. That's Nailed it. impressive. You would have done okay in that, wouldn't you, Derek? Um, I wouldn't have gotten Brad Pitt. Okay. The the hint for Taylor Swift was a giveaway. You would have got that one. I would have said no, no on real Shania name. because, well, you kind of hinted on the whole Samuel Clemens, Mark Twain thing before. Oh, so. that's right. Boy, Twain's a f- very popular fake name. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> You would have known country that she was born in. I think I would have, yes, because I remember she was married to a there was something when her and Mutt Lang Mutt got Lange, married that, were, that she yeah. had to change her residency or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's so. exactly. Look at ah, you tell me. You didn't know well, you know, Mutt Lang, because he he's the one who made Def Leppard billionaires. Exactly so. right. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around. Uh, Harvey McMahon, boy, got those horse hocks running hard. We'll dive a little bit inside the uh, the playoffs coming up next. Jack Michael Show, Derek Hans. Jack Michael's show, 
They're canceled, Jack Michaels. Jack, we got to get our. Uh, we I sent uh, uh, the message. Yes. I forgot to give the number though to the caller when I t- texted about who the winner was. So two three seven three seven six seven. Oh, did we randomly draw it already? Right. We did we already did the the, the computer? There it is. So. There he is. So there you go. All right. Well, then you can do that and. Uh, and uh, otherwise, we almost, uh, if we'd had Harvey on a second earlier, he would have won the Shania Twain <laughs> tickets. Uh, Coach McMahon of the, of, the, of the West Fargo Horace Hawks uh, joining us today. Semi-final round coming up uh, Friday night against North. And Yeah, Harvey, before you came on, we were giving away Shania Twain tickets. And it's, and it's maybe glad you would have been. My guess is your focus is probably on football. Hi, Harvey. How you doing, Coach? Hey, great. I'm doing wonderful. Yeah, no, focus is definitely on football, but Shania Twain tickets, that definitely makes the coaching life. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's that's right. The miss it, you know, you, you get a Friday night win and a Sunday Shania. You that's a good weekend right there. You know, heading yep. into yep. Fargo. Harvey, I'll tell you, you know, and, and Derek and I, we bring a lot of coaches on over here and from all these, and I and I look at the the Horace Hawk story, and uh, and it's it's a good story. And and I said earlier today, Harv, that that uh, you know last week I, I don't know how many people gave Horace a chance to drive through what I would assume was in the best road conditions across the state of North Dakota to a beautiful facility, the Bijou Activity Center, to take on Dickerson. But I don't know how many people maybe gave you a shot to win the game, and then lo and behold, you did. So talk a little bit about uh, you know how you inspired this club to be playing this kind of ball at this time of the season. Well, I mean, ultimately what it comes down to is, uh, you know, the innocence and the purity of what the sport's all about, which is just a collective group of guys that want to play for each other, you know. And uh, when we get to the playoff time, it, what it comes down to is uh, we're buying, we're trying to buy another week just to just to play the game with each other. Because, sure. you know, each year the roster's different. Um, and this senior class means a lot to a lot of people around here, myself included. Um, and so just giving those guys an extension of life in, in the game they love playing. Uh, so I think, I think what we're seeing, you know, all of us is just, again, a collective group of guys that love playing football together uh, and, and just want to keep it going. I know you, you believe in your team. You're a good coach. You've been around, uh, you know, you've been around, you work with the student athletes and, and I'm sure that you thought deep down that, that maybe they did have a chance, but did everybody buy into that? What does it take um to succeed to get win- winning is tough <laughs> what what did it take this year how much uh, everybody on the on the same page well certainly i mean you go back to our first win and and i think just them having some concrete evidence that the process that we have here at Horace works um and that if we all buy in together that we can continue to do those types of things i i, I think that's what's happening a little bit um you know i we're aware that many people probably didn't have us pegged to be in this position right now uh, at this time of the season. And, sure. and there's not a, we don't have a ton of that noise that we bring in into our locker room. It's, we just really focus and try and perfect our craft and work on ourselves. And, you know, the expectation, whether we're playing um, Fargo North or Grand Forks Central or Watford City or Devil's Lake, you know, the way we operate can't change. And I think that's what belief is, is just understanding that you have a process, we have a routine, you try to adjust it to make the best out of your situation, um, and then and just believing in it. Harvey McMahon, head coach, West Fargo Horace, Horace Hawks. If you're seeing more Horace Hawks pom-poms out there, the bandwagon is growing. Now they've got North. We'll talk about that coming up on, on Friday night. Usually, Harvey, when uh, throughout a season, either a loss – catapults a team into you know resiliency and bounce back or a win against a team maybe that you didn't think where it could catapult a team ha, ha, did any of that happen along the way this year in your estimation 
Yeah, I mean, again, I definitely think the first win is the hardest one. Uh, just to get that, uh, kind of not over with, but just to get it done and, and to have something to be happy about. But um, certainly, you know, we, we've – you got to learn from the losses and build on the good. And so, you know, I look at a game like Jamestown, you know, those guys obviously were the, are a great program and they're the two, two-time defending state champs and, and going on the road out there and facing some adversity and coming out with a win, you know, just when you have things like that, I think the kids realize, you know, we can and we will. And so uh, understanding we, we can beat, beat those really good teams, uh, but also understanding, you know, then you come around, you play Red River and, and we got we got stomped that game, and so understanding you can also lose every game. Uh, and so, you know, how do you how do you ride that line of winning every game and losing every game? Again, I go back to how do you practice? How do you prepare for the game? And preparing for the game can be a number of things. It can be how much film did you watch? Uh, did you read coach's scouting report and and go through that and apply it to practice? Uh, you know, a cold game like Dickinson, did you bring the proper attire? You know, we got 16, 17-year-old kids. You know, how serious are they taking that bus trip? Those are the types of things to me that, that separate uh, some of those wins and losses. I used to, Harvard uh, McMahon head coach Wes Fargo Horace with us today on the Jack Michaels Show, Derek Hansen. I, I, in calling games over the years, I, I know one coach that uh, at a collegiate level that played outdoors, even when the weather got a little tired, he'd always have a saying, goes, Jack, it's 72 and sunny. It's seventy-two and sunny. Well, I get yeah. why I get why he says that, but, but, but boy, I tell you that these these young young athletes are got to be feeling some of this because it was a, it was a tad chilly uh, <laughs> last a tad. week. A tad well, chilly. Yeah. Well, and I, I joke around with those guys. You know that that week of Dickinson, I I have a saying that I've always told my tell the kids. I don't get cold. Cold mentality. So I've always said that, and they're probably sick of me saying it. Probably. But the idea behind it is you got to generate your own fire. You got to generate your own heat, you know. And you just got to get out there and 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 do it. Do what's expected of you. I'm going to coach my tail off. You play your tail off, and, and we'll take care of it. Are you a, take t- quickly take your Horace hat off and for a second and be the be the be an analyst pretending you're on a, on a broadcast, and then we'll talk about North, obviously. But Jamestown is playing Central in the other semifinal two A. You've beaten both of those teams, but uh, did it? Did any of this shock you? How this is breaking down uh, in 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 two way uh, finals? Now North obviously is a, a very good one seed, but what about the other ones? Yeah, I mean, I, I would be lying if if I didn't tell you that I, this is how I, my final four would be because right. um, it's not. Um, there is obviously some upsets. Um, you know, right now Horace ourselves we're we're the second highest seed at the five. You know, so the six and the seven, definitely there were some upsets. Um, you know, one thing I I looked, again, this is not from a coaching perspective, but just from analyzing, mm-hmm. if you look at the double A, uh, it's north at 10 and 0, and, I, and then there's a good chunk of teams at six and four. And that's, I think that's really healthy for that division because, again, I, I can't remember who I talked to, but you talk about what's good for kids. Well, competitive games sure. where kids can grow as athletes and as, and as kids. Um, you know, having that many six and four teams is a good, healthy sign that, any team can win any Friday. And and I think, you know, when I look around the league, there's been a lot of good, healthy, competitive games. I, I think he's spot on, Derek. It's yeah. not unlike to like like the Valley Football Conference right now. Right now it appears there's, there's South Dakota State and a lot of teams that are really fighting to, you know, to to get that that spot. And it is healthy, Derek. You I were nodding up, your head. I grew up in the Heart Lakes Conference and it, it was a grind every week, you know, and you see it, you, you'd see that quite a bit where you'd make each other better too. And 
I'm guessing, Coach McMahon, what I'm curious about, too, is you want to focus on the game at hand coming up this weekend, no doubt, but you got to feel good about what's coming up here. And what is – I plead a little naive to this, but where is the point where you guys maybe will go up to AAA? Obviously, we know the growth sector there in that school district. I mean, this is really planting a seed for something bigger, even though you want to do everything you can this year. Yeah, I mean, obviously, my number one priority – I was joking around with my coworkers that have been wonderful to me, but – I, you know, being a teaching right now is, is obviously number one, but uh, I hold that up holding two fingers. You know what I mean? It's right now football <laughs> and this game is, is, uh, is very important to the program. But, you know, the one thing I'll say is this, because a lot of people are wondering about the move up and, and the flexibility that the NDHSA has with football now. And what, what I'll say is this is I'm, I won't punish my kids for being successful. Um, but I also won't, abuse the system at hand and yeah. so you know right now we're a school of 600 to 650 and out of that 600 and 650 you know 400 to 450 are all sophomores or lower that's so amazing we're and so we're not in a, in a great position to move to that triple a you know we as a program as a coaching staff my administration we want to get up to that triple a but we also want to do it healthily you know because um the last thing you want to do is kill your sports programs by moving up prematurely so yeah. You know, we'll we'll probably be in this section or this division here for a, for a handful of years, but um, certainly when when the number you know calls for it, you know, because we could move up success point base, which would be awesome because that's a healthy sign that your program's doing well. Sure. Um, but certainly when our when our enrollment number calls for it, we would we would like to move up. Well, and that's I think a very it's, honest yeah. response. Well, is, and I think exactly. it's a curious curiosity thing because it's it's kind of the public school version of what Shanley did, right? I mean, they sat in two A and then they kind of got to the point where they felt they like could make the move and. That's what you, I, I think smartly is what you guys are looking at too. It's I, I think that is really smart. Yeah, and again, like <laughs> we're having a little success this year, which is awesome to be appreciated. But you know, I I don't know if everyone else remembers, but not too far ago, we were everybody's homecoming game. You know, we were zero and nine. So <laughs> that's right. Um, that's right. Got to start somewhere. It's, yep. it's, you got to start somewhere. Exactly right. Uh, last one for you, Harvey McMahon. Great get uh, today on on the program to kind of look through what's coming up on Friday. So uh, August eighteenth, I believe, was the date. Uh, Fargo North was the opponent, and this it wasn't homecoming, was it, Harvey? It was forty-two. No, that was at your school. Yeah. Forty-two nothing. Yep. Uh, the final on that. So lots have changed since August eighteenth. Obviously, you you won three your last three, four of your last five, playing a little bit better. What's it take to uh, to knock down the the, the Giants? So so on Friday night, that's that's the top of the heap right there in the two A. What's it going to take? Well, we're just going to have to play a really good game. Comes down to that, you know, um, limit the turnovers, be the most physical team, and be the most excited to play the game. And I think if we can execute our game plan uh, better than they can execute their game plan, that that's just what's going to get us to win that game. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me this week, you know, hey, what are you going to do to beat these guys? And, you know, what? everyone can be beaten. Um, we understand this Fargo North team is really good. It's a very good team. Um, but, you know, anyone can be can be beaten on any given Friday. So we got to go in there, uh, be confident in what we're doing, stick to our process. You know, obviously we're not the same team uh, that played them week one. Uh, we're excited to showcase that. And I'm, I'm sure Adam would say the same thing. You know, they're not the same team from week one. And, and I'm sure they're excited to showcase that. And, um, you know, hopefully what you guys see is, again, what this double A's provided us is a, is a good, healthy, competitive game. 
two good coaches, two good coaching staffs, uh, two good programs, obviously. And I, 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 I chuckle too, Harvey, when, when you ever see something that looks David and Goliath-ish, uh, and you get some people going, ooh, I wonder if you know, I wonder if the coach is going to roll out a bunch of trick plays and throw. It's the wrong mentality. What you just said is right. It's like, no, we're going to prepare. We might have a couple things, but we're going to prepare to go out there. If, if the mentality is that you've got to do all of this to hopefully achieve this, that's kind of the wrong way to look at these things, obviously. Yeah, and that, and that thing too is the whole word I've been and and I've been working with these kids is trajectory of the season. How do we better ourselves? And uh, you, you know, my personal philosophy as a coach is it'd be foolish to get away from what's gotten you to this point. And, you know, we we don't work um, a ton of specialty things, and and we don't want to deviate from who we are now. Um, so we just like to improve ourselves rather than change who we are. Yeah, great stuff. Harvey, uh, probably kept you longer and on short notice too, but boy, it's really good having you. Great football mind, and you can tell his heart's in, in, as a teacher and as a you know uh, educator of, of both things right there. So we'll see what happens. Derek, you did a North game uh, this year, did you yes, not? Yes, it was Fargo. Northwest Fargo, outside of turnovers, played him tough. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. – well, it's pretty fundamental football, I have to tell you. I mean – yeah. Try to stop the run and hope they beat you in the air is pretty right, much right, what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah, yeah, it's... yeah I, I wish I had the secret recipe, but football is a simple game, fellas. <laughs> I know, just, right? Just tackle and, uh, you know, don't hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't beat don't yourself. Don't turn yep. the ball over. Uh, uh, I don't know what the weather's going to be. Dave, did you guys did you guys have those big uh, heaters on the sidelines at Horace and big, long, warm, fur-like capes you wear and all that? Is that, <laughs> is that part of the budget? Well, I'll tell you what. So we went out to Dickinson, probably the coldest game I've ever coached, and I ordered some sideline capes. Um, and but they didn't, they hadn't came in yet. They actually came in yesterday. So, uh, but <laughs> they're they, the asking, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're good to go now. But yeah, the Dickinson game, they're like, well, what do we wear? And I said, whatever you got to do to stay warm and be ready to, you know, go in the game. <laughs> I don't care what it is, as long as it's not black and orange and it fits in with us. I'm good. <laughs> I love to see, I love to see coach's face when those capes came in Monday or yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad nice you to, won. Would have been nice <laughs> to have those Friday, but uh, yep. Yeah, good. Harvey, hey, thanks for the time today. And hopefully we get a chance to chat with you as, as we move along here about anything, for goodness sakes, on the show. Thanks for taking time, honestly, uh, today and joining us. Absolutely. I appreciate appreciate you guys having me. Good stuff. Harvey McMahon, good coach right there. Great to have on, Derek, and, and tells it like it is. Yeah, I love that the future looks bright. Obviously, they're in that you know transition of getting more and more upperclassmen there. That's going to be a fun thing to watch. I think that high school is going to be fun to watch. Just the way the Metro is building up. I mean, you think about it, Jack, when we first – well, I, you and I first started working together in 1996. Right. I mean, Cheyenne and Horace and Davies, that wasn't even a thought. Oh. Bismarck Legacy, the new Minot High School. I mean, would, right. well, I mean, that's just crazy to think about, but here we are, and it's great to see. It has come a long it's way. Fun. I mean, in 96, and our house was down here, we were kind of like on the edge of, I'm like, woof, we're out here. Oh, well, yeah. that's not even, that's probably like the middle of town right now in Fargo, and you know, I always joke about Davies and Shanley being North Wapiton for goodness sakes, and Horace is out. Yeah, it's 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 the boom, and he's right. That two A competitive division. Oh, for sure, in North Dakota. Yeah, I, I got. I mean, I, I like to tease a little bit of the high school leagues and all that, but uh, NDHASA they they do a pretty good job, right? I mean, I think they 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 do what they can. You know, I think it's an easy thing to backseat drive. Lord knows we've done it on both sides of the river quite a bit, but. You know, they've tried to do what they can year by year to make it as competitive as they can and make it fair and try to make the adjustments. At times can be thankless because your fuel, oh, it's your goal is, is somehow competitive equity or competitive yep. balance or whatever, but fluctuation happens within 
schools, you know, and, and communities to a point where, like, if you're if I were morbidly obese and I lost a ton of weight, well, all of a sudden now I'm no longer in this kind of, you know what I'm saying? So we, you know, so you try to stay that competitive and then yet have options for those that can still opt in to this, even though their enrollment isn't there. Derek, there's a lot of variables. Well, and, you know, there is. And I liked what he said about, you know, we are not going to jump up just to, for the sake of jumping up because we get more kids. I mean, you got to be careful. I had someone grill me not too long ago. Don't you think your hometown should move up? I'm like, why? We're in the enrollment. Because you're beating everybody, Derek. Yeah, but, you know, that's what you got to do. And you know what I've seen across the way when it was eight to six in favor of Pelican Rapids at halftime in the regular season? There's a team who's striving to be what you are. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen Friday night. I mean, you don't think those kids in Pelican Rapids want to knock off Big Bad Barnesville on Friday night to get oh. the bragging rights with kids that they know. That's what you do. We, we're we seeing a game this weekend. The overwhelming favorite is the team in Brookings, South Dakota. Right. And who was the big bad, bad bully in the block not too long ago? It was the Bison. So that's what happens here. Things cyclically or not. Yeah, yeah, Don't be shocked with Timmy Gulak back at quarterback and everything that's going on. I mean, Pelican Rapids is going to be – they're gearing to go. They've been in the weight room every day for the same reason that they know that their competition has been. And I hope this doesn't happen, but – you know, where's Barnesville in three years, four years, five years? Where's the, where's right. the, is all the energy still going to be there to come out? Is the population going to be the same? The enrollment going to be the same? Is it going to shift over there? That's on the high school front what some of the unknown is. Probably not, but maybe. You don't know. Right. So it's good. That 2A uh, division in North Dakota, North 10 and 0, he's right. Six and four, 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 six and four. It's amazing. The next several teams. Uh, big thanks to Paul Ralston. Congratulations to our Shania Twain winner. Here's a little tip. We gave away a pair, right? Yeah. Did we? Still? Yeah, Gary was able to win. Gary, congratulations. Gary the mailman. Been listening to us on his real route. Oh, so, yeah. So, God talk bless about, you. I hope he has a cape that came exactly. in that can keep him warm during the, the deliveries. Here's another little tip. I think we saved a pair. Uh, we did. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, look at that. Pair sitting there. Because there was so much response today to try to win uh, the Thanks Paul uh, game, maybe we'll find a way to give a pair away tomorrow. It is Thursday tomorrow. It so is Thursday. Some days to prepare, yeah. It is Thursday, so uh, good with that. Thank you to uh, to Paul Ross. Mailman always special in my life. That's uh, what my father <laughs> did. And right? Got me through, uh, you know. Well, that's awesome. Probably bailed me out more than I need to. With now, Gary isn't qualified tomorrow, though. No, no, he, he hasn't won the last thirty days. So, but he's got his for for. Now Sunday. he's got to wait till the end of. You know, it is November first. He's got till December first. Oh, he's he's oh, probably have another concert or something by then. How's it November first? I just don't get that. I know. I turned thirty three in uh, thirteen days. Oh, mm-hmm. how old? Yeah. The uh, thanks to Paul Ralston as always. Uh, his game <laughs> came tonight. What's that in dog years? North Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel a day over 70. Yeah. Uh, Harvey McMahon, thanks to him, head coach of West Fargo Horace. As we said tonight on our sister station, KFJO, you got Hennessy on hockey. Tim Hennessy, always great guest. It'll be around 6.15 tonight. Following that, the Wolves are going to try to figure it out. they got to do it against Denver. Yeah. The no problem. And then uh, UND men's basketball against Northland coming up uh, tonight. So stick around. I guess we just teased that uh, maybe tomorrow. We might even have some more ticket giveaway coming up. Common Man is next on 740 The Fan.